gray. We first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. Just black and white. We then went through the Mueller report. This is the truth. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later after lives were ruined, after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. This is Danny Land. It was all bullshit. All right, here we go. Going up to this. Okay. Went down just a little bit there. Podcast number 24, multiple downloads, my friends. More responsibility, greater expectations. I'm going to deliver here. The name is uh, Danny Chekolinski. The podcast is called Danny Land. Our mission statement, kind of simple here. 90% of the world is stupid. You're part of the uh, 10%. What else you want to know? 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland. Uh, I'm coming to you from the basement of my house in Willoughby, Ohio. Big, uh, big... Yeah. Big drama for Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield. Seems, uh, if you know the story and what I'm getting into, you'll understand the joke. Seems he likes to uh, stick it to his fans. (laughs) That's a really, really funny... uh, that's a really funny uh, joke there. There's no question. Where's Brown's coach? Uh, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I don't mind personality. Yeah. I, I respect guys that work. And so personality is welcome. Your production is required. Hmm. Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, Wicker Pooper. Well, he doesn't get to stay at the uh, Four Seasons uh, Resort anymore. That's pretty much done. Uh, the big, I had a big doctor's appointment on Monday, and I'll tell you what—you can tell by the sound of my voice, it's it's uh, it's good news. We're gonna start with this though. With today is Ash Wednesday. Now, a little bit about me, okay? I was uh, I was raised Catholic, married twice. First time I married a Catholic, uh, an Italian girl. Uh, second time now we had after the first. Uh, uh, marriage ended in failure. I got it absolved by the Catholic Church. So it's like, oh, yeah, here's what happens. You pay the Catholic Church a bunch of money and automatically you weren't married. That's how it works. Second time I married a Jewish gal. Now, I have uh, struggled with my Catholic faith my entire life. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in G- Jesus. I, and then I, I, I want communion. I don't pray to saints or the Virgin Mother. I don't, uh, I don't believe in confessing sins to a priest. Now, receiving communion is important to me, so I believe that if you are really, truly sorry for your sins, and God is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-loving, then he would know, so that you can kind of do like a self-confession. Are we on the same page here, my friends? All right. Look, I've studied faith, and I've, I've determined to try the Lutheran church that is near me, all right? So why am I mentioning this on Ash Wednesday? Well, okay, so you probably think this is, this is great, this is wonderful, and I think that most people agree that this is probably a good path for me to go on, all right? But I was the dumbass, all right? I was the dumbass that shared this with my 80-year-old mother in West Palm Beach on the phone, all right? So you have to understand the way that my mom took this. My mom took this as a direct insult and attack on everything she did for me when I was growing up as I was raised Catholic. 
You know about Catholic guilt, right? You could feel, let me tell you, my friends, you could feel the drop in the temperature on the phone. And Mom just muttered to me, well, just, uh, just do what you think is best. You know what that means. I'm out of the will. I'm an only child. <laughs> all right, so that's the big plans for tonight. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go to church, all right? I, I'm gonna Uber now. And, and again, we've talked about this on, uh, on the podcast. Uh, welcome to Danny Land. My name is Danny Chekolinsky. I only ride Harley's, and it's 35 degrees here in Cleveland, Ohio. And I, I, I figure if if I can Uber to a casino like I did on Saturday night, Saturday night to gamble, to drink, and uh, and watch rock rock and roll and have the police around and have some guy crack his head in front of me and bleed on me, I think I can, I think I can Uber to church, yes? <laughs> oh, the other thing about uh, Ash Wednesday, if you don't follow the faith, it's uh, the beginning of, uh, of Lent, 40 days until Easter, so you're, you're supposed to give something up. And I thought of... Uh, Two things. Two things came to mind here. Wine or cigars. And I love them both to death. This is, this is, this is not going to be, uh, it's not going to be easy. Now, all right. You're probably wondering, uh, well, exactly how much do you uh, partake of these activities? I, I drink a few glasses of red wine every day. It relaxes me. And I had a, I had an ultrasound on my liver a few weeks ago because I, I got to tell you the whole reason here. I uh, I throw up for no reason in 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 the morning. Now I I assumed I was going to hear from the doctor on on Monday. You know, I had the uh, doctor's appointment Monday afternoon, one o'clock. Dr. Carrier. I I assumed that uh, I was going to get the message that the drinking days were over. And she said, "Well, everything appears to be fine." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Do you have? It's Chekolinsky, okay? It's SKI. It's not SKY. You have the right records here? She goes, no. He goes, you're not super healthy, all right? But it's not serious at all. So, I mean, I mean what, what, what do I do here? Because, let's be honest, friends, Jesus liked his wine. So I'm thinking I should give up the, uh, the cigars. I'm thinking that's what God wants me to do. Hmm. All right. Speaking of uh, speaking of cigars, I have um, I have OCD, and when I have a couple of glasses of wine, <laughs> I think the cigar thieves are after me, and they're coming to my house. I just start ordering cigars. Two weeks later, they just start showing up. And then what I have to do is I got to go buy more humidors just to, to keep them here. So I so basically the way that I live, my friends, I live in a complete sports bar. That's right. TV, bar, fridge, beers, humidor, police scanner, computers, tablet. It's like a nerd's fucking prom night. That's my existence. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weisenberger and that shitty walker of his. Look, you're not, you're not fooling me or anybody out there, okay? 
All of a sudden, you're the victim. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Guy in the walker. Come on. You're a fat pig with money that took advantage of people and disrespected them. Here's the clip. Uh, okay. Here we go. Trial itself is over this morning. Harvey Weinstein is a convicted sex offender, not yet behind bars, but in a hospital bed. Weinstein is now at Bellevue Hospital, an ambulance taking the disgraced Hollywood producer from court to Rikers Island Jail last night, but diverting after Weinstein suffered heart palpitations and some high blood pressure. After weeks and days of deliberation, the jury acquitted Weinstein of predatory assault charges and first-degree rape. The Seven men and five women finding him guilty, however, of third-degree rape and criminal sexual act, which is punishable in total with up to 29 years in jail. All right, we took that, by the way, from uh, Fox News. Thank you very much, Fox News. Oh, that, 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 it's pathetic, it is. By the way, he didn't have heart palpitations when he was, uh, he was uh, popping Viagra and smacking women around a hotel room with his deformed penis. Yeah, that's what they said it looked like, too. It was very deformed. It looked like somebody took, a, like a dog took, like, one of those rawhide bones, and, you know, they bite on the rawhide bone for a while, and it kind of gets the, yeah. Yeah, rawhide bone, chewed up penis guy. I'm sure he was, uh, yeah, he wasn't out of breath when he was uh, forcing his fat cow tongue down the, you know, down the girl's mouth. Now, now, what is it? Okay, so what? Twenty-five years. You, this guy is not a picture of health either. Okay, so you figure twenty years in prison—that's pretty much a death sentence. Guy's a bad man. The days of entitlement and you know caviar, you know, and rape, and uh, taking a female's free will like she's a piece of rotten fruit. Guess what? Those days are over, my. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. All right. You ready for the most disturbing story of the week? And it's not surprising at all. Baker Mayfield, he's the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Now, keep... All right, this is not just a sports story, okay? It's a lifestyle story. Anybody that's ever been in a relationship, just pay attention here and I'll walk you through it, all right? <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'll get through this. So this chick appears. Hold on. Let me take a slip of a sip of a beverage here. <clears throat> All right. So this chick appears on uh, WMMS. I used to uh, do a, a morning show on this station as well. Program called uh, Rover's Morning Glory. Good show, by the way. So, anyhow. Girl's 20 years old. She says she gave Baker a Hummer after he, he saw some sort of picture of her, I guess, in a bikini on, a, on Snapchat, Instagram, one of those uh, social media sources, all right? So eventually she goes, she's a, an east side chick. Actually, I think it was in southern Akron. I could be wrong, but she's got a long ride. So she ends up going to the Cheesecake Factory or behind the Cheesecake Factory in Westlake and, you know, she allegedly says, you know, I bobbed the root. Now, best part of the show, <clears throat> excuse me, sounds like I've been bobbing the root. Hold on. By the way, we're doing this show from behind the Cheesecake Factory. All right, that's what we're doing over here. And I'll make them pay. 
So anyhow, best part of the show is when another chick calls in and she's got a similar story to the girl that's on the couch telling the Baker Mayfield story, the Hummer story, number one. Well, here we go. Go to games. He's like, I'll come out here like before I go to this game, blah, blah, blah. But I was like always too chicken. I was like, I'm going to get kidnapped. Like, I'm going to be catfished and kidnapped. Like, I, so I delayed it until like the end of December. And then one day I ended up going out to Westlake. Crocker Park, I think the same as the other girl. <laughs> cheesecake? Um, Wait a second. Did he meet you behind the Cheesecake Factory as no, well? No. It was like, I think, the first parking lot. I don't know. I don't go out to Crocker Park, like, ever. I'm like, Unless I want to really blow someone. Okay. I don't know. Right, go on. Because so, I'm a whore. Um, it was like first parking lot or whatever. And, like, this Range Rover, this Range Rover pulls up, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Like, that's him. But right. I had my phone. He didn't tell me to leave it in the car or whatever. So then I get in the car and I got in the car and I was just like, I straight up thought you were a catfish. And then we had a conversation, blah, blah, blah. And then same as the other girl, it moved to the back seat, got down to like business, didn't sleep with him, like gave him head and then ended up having a conversation. And that was it. And then before I got out, he was just like, did I check your phone to see if like you took any pictures or anything? I was like, no, but like. Oh, my God. Where do I start with this one? How about the chick, though, at the end? She goes, you know, then we talked, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I gave him head. I think I'm quoting uh, correctly here from this brainiac. I gave him head, but I didn't sleep with him. Well, of course not. Uh, but you're still uh, you're still a freaking whore. <laughs> Good God. So <clears throat> here's what happens when you're quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, all right? People watch you. People will come after you. You're 24. You're stupid. You're not ready to be married. You had a great rookie season. You did. It was outstanding. You got married. You cut a bunch of commercials with your wife for progressive insurance. Your wife got hired by TV3, a local TV station here in town if you're not in the Cleveland area, just because she's your wife. She has no previous TV experience whatsoever. All right? Now, look, you still want to get blowjobs? And you, st- and, 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 and you play like shit that this city's going to turn on you. Stop throwing interceptions, and I guess you could probably still get your blowjobs. I know that's, that's kind of sad, but that's really the way it is. Jeez. You were 24 years old, and you ruined your life. You married an Instagram model, and you still want to get blowjobs from 20-year-old girls in town? You can't have it both ways, Baker. Stop throwing interceptions. Let's start with the blowjobs. Stop getting blowjobs. Get blowjobs from your wife. You may have to buy her jewelry, but that's part of life. No, I'm rapping over here. Jesus, I'm rapping over here. I am. I'm a rapper. Right, I said. Stop throwing blowjobs. Gotta get it from your wife. If you don't get it from your wife, she don't give you a knife. Came out better than I thought. Oh, hold on. Story's taken on a life of its own. 
a well-known sports reporter, commentator, has been suspended for what he said about the uh, about Baker Mayfield. He called him a he called him a midget. Let me here's the press release. I have it right in my hands right here. ESPN Cleveland has suspended Tony Grossi indefinitely after the columnist was heard describing Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield as a midget during a live stream on Tuesday. Okay, here's a quote now from the uh, from the suits. Keep in mind that this particular radio station is also one of the flagships for the Browns, so you understand where this goes. It's all about money, my friends. We are aware of Tony Grossi's statement about Baker Mayfield. The term Tony used as a derogatory slur to describe little people. Uh, the word again is midget. Uh, back to the quote, good karma brands. Oh, the brands now. Okay, we're talking about the millennial talk here. Will not tolerate derogatory language that demeans others or groups of people. Unquote. Oh, they go back to, here's another quote. We are addressing this matter with Tony directly. Oh, I'm sure you are. And while we normally do not comment on personal matters, but you are now evidently, yeah, we do want to share that we have uh, made the decision to immediately and indefinitely suspend Tony Grossi. Well, what does that mean? It means you're fucked, sir. In addition, we will pursue sensitive... Oh, God, look at this. In addition... We will pursue sensitivity and inclusion training for everyone on our content content teams. Content teams. <laughs> what are you doing today at work? Are you having a, a meeting? Yes. We're in the content team room. You've got to be kidding me. Content teams across our company. You know what that means? <coughs> It makes me want to fucking puke is what it does. No, what that means is you're going to have to get together sometime in, in a hotel room, like on a Saturday afternoon, and they're going to have to eat that rubber chicken with the fucking rice, and they're going to be passing around some sort of a, a, a balloon that's stuffed with sand. you got to squeeze to get rid of your stress level, and then you'll have to, like, faint in somebody's arms that you don't know, some co-worker, and you got to trust them to catch you, otherwise you get a concussion. Are you kidding me? That's not team building. That's a waste of fucking time. If they're not on board, you fire them, you get rid of them, and you hire somebody else. That's what happens in the real world. All right, one more thing. I want you to check out this guy that they found at a Trump Trump rally. And this is what you don't see on the fake news. But this is uh, one of the patriots out there that's a supporter of our president. Listen to this. Why I really support President Trump is because when Hillary Clinton and uh, what's that dude named Barack Obama, when he had the White House, you see, I got to see my family all the time. I got to see my brothers and sisters all the time. But the reason why I got to see my family and my brothers and sisters all the time, because they asked, excuse me, they didn't have a job. So I got to see them every day and every payday. And now that Donald Trump is in office, I don't see my family no more. There you go. Because they got a job and they too busy working and they too busy for me, which is a good thing. Because now my 401k is going up. My Roth account is going up. Everything is going up. Thank you, Donald. I love you. 
I love. I, I really support uh, President Trump. There you go. I love the fact that I don't see my family anymore. I love it so much. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for your time. Because as we always say, my friends, time is the one gift that you give that you can never, ever give back. And we'll talk again soon. All right? Thanks. You have just experienced the truth. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. <laughs>